Chapter One of the Tale of Bobby Bobolink. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Tale of Bobby Bobolink by Arthur Scott Bailey. Somebody is expected. On May Day, the feathered folk in Pleasant Valley began to stop, look, and listen. They were expecting somebody. Have you seen him? Rusty Wren asked Jolly Robin. Jolly Robin said that he hadn't, but he added that he was on the lookout. Have you heard his song? Little Mr. Chippy inquired eagerly of Mr. Blackbird. No, that dusky rascal replied. Not yet. Maybe he isn't coming here this summer. Mr. Blackbird liked to tease little Mr. Chippy, and generally when he tried to, he succeeded oh don't say that mr chippy exclaimed if i couldn't hear his gay voice i shouldn't care to spend the summer here myself over the meadow beyond the stone wall where mr chippy made his home in a wild grapevine mr meadowlark flew to the swampy place where the rushes grew just to find a red-winged blackbird that he knew in order to learn whether he had seen or heard the friend everybody was watching for Perched upon a swaying last year's cattail, Mr. Red-Winged Blackbird shook his head in reply, and he said that no doubt it would be a week before the looked-for arrival. The season's a bit backward, Mr. Red-Winged Blackbird remarked, so I don't expect to set eyes on him today, though I have known him to get here as early as May Day. Mr. Meadowlark confessed that he was disappointed. It would be a much gayer May Day, he said if his rollicking song rang over the meadow what's the matter with your own singing mr red-winged blackbird asked him meaning that in his opinion mr meadowlark had no reason to be ashamed of his own voice my song is not like his mr meadowlark answered and he sighed as he spoke to be sure some people are kind enough to say that my singing is unusually sweet but you know yourself that there isn't a songster anywhere that can carol so joyfully as Bobby Bobolink. Mr. Red-Winged Blackbird did not dispute that statement. How could he, when the birds were all waiting so eagerly to hear Bobby Bobolink's voice? He has a way, Mr. Meadowlark went on, a way of making almost any summer's day a gay holiday. He is just bubbling over with happiness and he can't seem to get his notes out fast enough yes mr red-winged blackbird chimed in he's a cheerful happy-go-lucky chap and he wears gay clothes too what's the matter with your own clothes mr meadowlark inquired meaning that in his opinion mr red-winged blackbird's black suit with the shoulders scarlet and buff was about as striking as anybody could want Mr. Red-Winged Blackbird was pleased. Anybody could see that. He bowed and spread his wings and tail, and uttered his well-known call, Conqueree! before he made any reply. People often compliment me on my taste in colors, he said at last, and for year-round wear I do think my suit is about as good as anybody could ask for. But you know yourself that during the first half of the summer, Bobby Bobolink makes a cheerful sight when his black and white and buff back flashes above the meadow. 
and mr meadowlark couldn't deny it for he knew that it was true end of chapter one